Hello. Let's see, this is Elliot Fishman, and I'm watching the buttons. Okay, we're live now. It's interesting, we've had problems. I don't know, it's not we. But Facebook must be having problems on live videos because um, when you press the button, it says go live, and you're live, and then it just kind of has a wheel that spins and spins. But I'm live now, you can see my hand. So anyway, I hope everyone's doing well. It's hard to believe it's the middle of August almost. Um, uh, Stephanie, my admin, was asking me the other day, like yesterday, about my schedule for um, September. Kind of puts it in, in, process, in perspective, right? I got to think, maybe I'm thinking, I'm take a vote, should I shave my beard? Maybe my mustache, I've never shaved my mustache. This is, this is the original equipment that came, came, with, <laughs> came with me uh, way back when. Took me like 20 some odd years to grow, so I'm a little uh, hesitant, but maybe I'll just you know, start all over again. Anyway, um, I picked the title this week as our speaker series. Now, some of you know, and some of you don't know, probably most of you don't know, but one of the things I do at Hopkins for about the past eight years is I run a speaker series. Now, that's not the lecture series we run or talks we do, but it's a speaker series. Now, it occurs about once a month, about eight or nine times a year, usually September to May. And it's all speakers who are not from Hopkins, though there have been a few exceptions, but they're not physicians. There have been a few exceptions. They're people who do incredible things in other places and tell us about how they do things. The goal is to improve the patient experience. The goal is to improve how we do things. So we've had a range of people, I think, and I need to count, but it's probably been about 70 people over the past eight years, about eight or nine people a year. And we publish the articles in the JACR if they get accepted. Not all of them get accepted, but a lot of them have. And if I'm clicking a, uh, a result of JACR, we've probably published 50 articles. Now we have a number of them in press, but let me tell you a little bit about uh, some of them that we've done um, and and just really to try to really get you to um, understand the importance of things that you can do and why if you think about what we're doing and we get about a hundred to two hundred people on a call people and because it's remote people from all over the country are on the call listening and asking questions but I think the big thing is what exactly are we trying to accomplish? Well, we're trying to learn. Yes, you need to go to CTSS to learn how to do a CT scan, how to read a CT scan. You need to do everything, but what you really need to do is also know beyond that. What are other people thinking? Now, there's been a couple speakers, I will mention their name, two to be exact, would not let us publish their work. One was somebody from Apple, who they, who they made exception to speak for me, but they told me in advance we couldn't publish, so that was easy. And then there was somebody else I won't mention who's just one of the most spectacular people. His uh, podcast is online, but he's a perfectionist. We write the article with him. He just did not like it exactly. He wanted to fix it, but has not been able to find the time. So maybe someday he'll be there. A few of our speakers have come back multiple times. Tina Wells, for example, spoke this year. Um, Tina is an expert on many things in culture and relationships and children's books and learning. And she spoke in May, and she had spoken twice before. We've had Eric Becker, who was one of our first speakers way back when we started, who's spoken on leadership and management and hiring. Um, we've had many good talks. They've all been great, okay? 
But what's so nice is they're so variable in the topics and the approach. So let me just give you a few thoughts. Our most recent one that's published, and we have about five of them that are in press, was by um, a friend of ours, Mangesh Hadakunur, who's an ex, and I hope I didn't screw up his name badly, which I did, I'm sure, but he's an expert and his new company is on podcasts. And he spoke about how you can use podcasts as a way of teaching and potentially building up the patient-doctor relationship through storytelling. And one of the things, one of the reasons he said he formed this company uh, is because he wants to be able to really use storytelling as a way of telling so much of what we need to know, that it's a power and a force for good. We had um, Doug Becker. Doug is a very, very famous person, uh, him and his brother Eric Becker, who also I mentioned spoke with us. Uh, Doug uh, has been an entrepreneur, particularly in education, formed some of the largest companies. And like this, the first line of his article says, my background has been one of lifelong entrepreneurship. I think of entrepreneurship with reverence. It is a mentality of not giving up in the pursuit of ambitious goal. goal. We can do positive things with entrepreneurship but can it be a force for good? I believe it can, and I'm sure that there are people with different points of view about that, but let me tell you what we think. And so what I like about all the speakers, and Doug was spectacular, you can read his article in JACR, but his point was, he was giving what he thought. Now, not everyone's, like he says, not everyone is gonna agree with him, but that really doesn't matter, right? It really just doesn't matter. He was giving his point of view. What you really want is people who give you their point of view. We had Linda Carter. Linda Carter is Wonder Woman, and she was wonderful. I interviewed her because she wanted to be interviewed. Um, she was terrific about her challenges, what she's learned, how she deals with people, the importance of empathy. She was just spectacular. It was an article, What Can Wonder Woman Teach Radiologists? It was just a wonderful, wonderful piece this past year, and you know, um, here here is where the first line. As a young adult, I had the privilege of portraying Wonder Woman, a fictional superheroine. I am privileged to share with you my journey of how I became TV's Wonder Woman, what this role has meant to me, life after Wonder Woman, and other lessons I have learned from my journey. And it's the journey we learned. And in JCR, the first 1,200 words is what the person spoke about. And then we translated into radiology. So I think in that article, the primary author was Linda Chu. I mean, Linda Carter was the first author. Last author, Linda Chu. And Linda wrote the piece about the lessons for radiology. And two of them, one, positive role, female role models, the importance of Wonder Woman. We had a physician, a surgeon at Hopkins, literally almost crying on the phone, talking about how when she grew up, she had no mentors. Or, and no, no one she could look up to, but Wonder Woman really taught her a lot that she was able to look and see a woman who was such in control and had such power and how it impacted her. And then also, Linda spoke so much about her empathy and empathy as a remedy for burnout. That's one of the key ways uh, you can avoid burnout. So a very, very important uh, uh, piece of work that you can read. Again, just go to JACR. And if you want to see all of them we've written, look up Elliot Fishman and JACR. You can see all of them. But, you know, 
what other ones? We had last year, we had one of my superheroes. We had Albie Ray Smith, who was the co-founder with Ed Catmull of Pixar, speaking about his journey and how he thinks about, uh, and he wrote a book. He just released a book literally within a few weeks of when he spoke with us. And his book was spectacular, really looking at um, the pixel and what it meant and all of the discoveries and how you need to think ahead, how you need to plan ahead. And if you, if you want to do great things, what you really do need to do in order to be able to do great things. And that was just a wonderful piece uh, that he wrote in, in the journal. Uh, and uh, that was more for Moore's Law, The Journey to Toy Story and Implications for Radiology. Just a wonderful, wonderful article as well. Now, I mentioned that uh, uh, Alvy Ray Smith co-founded Pixar. We had the founder of Pixar uh, on the thing, um, you know, and um, we had Ed Cadmull. We also had uh, Jensen Wang, a wonderful piece five years ago about how he looked at things and how he planned leadership. Just at, uh, outstanding. We had uh, another group of people. We had Benita Stewart, who is the highest ranked person of color at Google, and Jacqueline Adams, which the lead reporter for CBS News to Walter Cronkite for many years, the first African-American in that role. And they spoke about the how you can empower women to lead and succeed. They also wrote a book and they spoke about that. It's worthwhile listening to that lecture, read the article and read the book. We had Michelle Ballard, who's uh, I know from New York, she's back in New York and back in Chicago, speaking about leadership, developing success by building dynamic teams, spoke about how you need to do that. We had Eric Becker, who spoke about how to hire people, how to train people, how to manage people. We had, he helped me out get Horst Schultes a few years ago. Horst Schultes was the head of the Ritz-Carlton for two decades, won many awards, and the importance of quality and service. We had um, that same organization, Brian King, who Brian's the head of customer service for Marriott. Just spectacular, Brian's been here twice. Brian's doing a little bit of recovering now, but he's doing great. Spoken about generational and tech shifts, how digital transformation is affecting service, and how service is medicine. Patients want good medical care. Obviously, the most important thing we do is provide the right diagnosis and the right treatment, but people want to be treated like people. People want to be treated like they're at the Ritz-Carlton. People don't want to be treated there at Motel 7. They want to be recognized for who they are, treated like who they are. When King was here, when um, he, he wanted to see, he, he called me up and he was at the front desk and it was 1.30 supposed to be here at one o'clock. So I said, oh, bad traffic from Washington. And he said to me, no, I want to stand at the front desk in the lobby and see how things are. He goes, people make their decision about a place within a few seconds. And that's the thing he wanted to see. How do we treat people? Is it well or is it massive confusion? I won't give you the answer to that question. We had Bill Brody, who was my chairman. Bill was president of Hopkins, head of the Sork Institute, uh, speaking about fundraising. We had, um, We've had different people. I've been fortunate enough to have people help recommend people to me. We've had Sarah Moskoff, who has Winnie.com, helping support uh, the child care industry, uh, which is very important for a lot of our faculty, both women and men. How do you manage child care? How do you manage raising children and having a busy life? Again, very, very important. 
We also had, uh, you know, so th that was just one of many things. We also had Trina Spears. Trina spoke this year and five years ago. She's the co-founder co and co-CEO of a company called Figs. Many of you have their clothes. She spoke a couple years ago about how she planned on doing what she was gonna do, what she was thinking about, how she was gonna do it, and updated that about the challenges, taking a company public, and all the things that she was able to do because of her will and the fight and push. So we had all of that. We had you know, many other people. We had um, Laurel Taylor who works in a company uh, that helps with student debt and how student debt affects the, the final decisions people make, that the debt is so high, people can't go into public service, people can't go into academics. We talked about Jim Travacant, uh, who was at, with Accenture at the time, spoke about healthcare transformation and how things need to be changed. Doing things the way we did it before really didn't help. We had Ellie Kaplan, who's with a company that's working on uh, disrupting Alzheimer's disease with technology. Again, just a spectacular talk about what she and her company were doing and how they were looking at changing Alzheimer's disease. We, we, we can go on and on. We had David Izbitsky. David is at Amazon. Uh, he's responsible for Alexa. He spoke about how voice is so important. We all know that. And he was in speaking about that for years, showing how it's changing our world, whether we're young or old. I mentioned Jensen Wang from NVIDIA. We also had Kimberly Powell from NVIDIA, who is head of healthcare, just really teaching us. Uh, and her talk was a great article, what healthcare can learn from self-driving vehicles. Just tremendous, tremendous. We've had Keith Grossman several times. Every time he speaks, he's with a different company because Keith is moving up. He's the president of Time Magazine now. Uh, speaking about, he spoke about black swans when we spoke about the, the early in COVID. He spoke about the changing in content, the changing in literature, where things are going. He spoke about all of that well before anyone heard about many of the things he spoke about. We had Reed Jobs. Reed is doing a wonderful job in uh, philanthropy, but also in developing entrepreneurship and developing uh, medical-related companies for discovery. Very, very important, and Reed is, is making a major impact on the world and will continue for many, many years to come. So it's been very, very, very exciting. I left out many people who had Elia Zahuni speak about how it is to work in academics and government and industry. Academics is the hardest, as he would say. We had Paul Greenberg talking about managing and hiring. Uh, we talked, we, we've had many, many people that really uh, have made us think about things. And we're having nine more terrific people starting in September. Uh, I won't tell you the names. Now, I wish I could let you come to the talks. Now, we do them remotely now because um, we're just not meeting in groups, but how we could do that, um, I'm always afraid of someone disrupting. We do Q&A. Uh, I wish I knew a way of doing it, but in the short term, I'll keep you up to date what people speak about, and the short term, go online. So if you put my name in JACR in PubMed, uh, you'll find a lot of the articles we wrote uh, that are related to our speaker series. I think it's very exciting. It's one of the favorite things I do. The downside of COVID is people would spend a day with me, we'd have dinner together, we'd speak, they meet other people. It was much more hands-on. 
Uh, whether I knew the person well or not, it was wonderful. Made lifetime friends. It's a little trickier now, but it is what it is, and we're all getting by, doing what we need to do. And September, something or other, we're going to start it up again. So with that, I thank everybody for their attention. And let me see, let me see what, uh, I, I, for, under the comments session, I know Mana Verdi from, uh, from Nepal is here. And I see John Biacchino in the waiting room. Uh, and then Lily has posted some stuff, uh, both the, 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 the Wonder Woman article, as well as our interview with Patrick Collison, head of Stripe, wonderful interview. Uh, and some of the other things. So again, you can go on the bottom of the Facebook page and just hit that link and just go from there. And with that, now I'm really going to say goodbye. Uh, have a great day.